0: This is episode 365 of The Real Me and Colin, a movie podcast. On this week's episode, Chase is going to take a look at Nope, the newest film from Jordan Peele. So, what will he think about that? All that and more. This episode starts right now. What is going on, everyone? And welcome to another episode of the Real Me and Cole in the Movie Podcast. I am your host, Chase Lee. And thank you for joining me on this wonderful day or night or whenever you're listening to this. You guys are awesome. And speaking of you guys, before I begin this episode, if you could spread this episode around and let people know that this is your favorite movie podcast to listen to, that would be much appreciated. Hey, listen, maybe there's someone out there like in your family or your friend circle that's just not really into movies, but they are looking for... Um, Something to love in life. You know, maybe you can tell them that movies are awesome and you can send them this episode and uh, maybe they can become a movie fan. Or maybe if there is someone that is a movie fan, they're looking for a podcast to listen to, spread this one around and let people know this is your favorite one to listen to and maybe they'll like it as well. But thank you guys for all your support and just everything that you do. Like I said at the top, this is episode 365. I will be going over Jordan Peele's third film. Nope. Nope. you know, uh, what was it? What was this film about? Who knows, but um, that's what I like about Jordan Peele's films is that it just kind of keeps it close to the vest. We're like, it's about aliens, maybe, I don't know. Who, who, who knows, let's just, let's find out. But um, yeah, it's his third film, uh, Get Out and Us were his first uh, two. And so Nope is like the big um, film uh, this summer from him and Universal. So super excited to talk about that. And I'm going to break it up into a non-spoiler and spoiler section. Uh not really much to discuss in the spoiler section, but I wanted to touch upon a couple of things. So that is the main topic of conversation. But I have to ask, as usual, before we get into all of that, I gotta ask. You guys doing okay? You guys doing pretty good? Um, I hope everyone's doing well out there. Um you know, for me personally, just uh, on a mental level, this has been quite a ride the past week. Um just a lot of things going on in my life that I'm not going to air my dirty laundry here on air, but uh, just know that if I feel a little spacey or a little off, uh, that's because of that. Um, just mentally not doing well this week. Um, I still go to therapy and it definitely helps, but there, there's just some things that I, I are really overwhelming and I just don't know how to deal with it. And it's um, put me through the ringer. That's all I'll say, but so that, that's why I wanted to address that because, like I said, if I feel a little spacey or just like I have a, too many pauses this episode, that is what's going on. Um, but rest assured, I'm doing fine. Um, you know, continue to go to therapy every week and, you know, just talk it out. But that also brings me to my point with, like, you guys, if, if you guys ever need anyone to talk to or anything, send me a tweet, send me an email. Uh, I got you. I can be a pair of ears to listen to. Um, so, yeah, it, it's it's been a rough week. But, what keeps me going is you guys and doing this podcast and watching these movies and just having these breakdowns and discussions. Like, that's what excites me. Movies are a nice form of escape. And I, I love that. And, you know, I, I like doing this for you. So I was looking forward to doing this. So this is like the one thing to get me out of my funk this week. So thank you for indulging me uh, and listening to my nonsense and... um. You guys are really amazing, so thank you. Um, yes, uh, other than that, everything else is going pretty well. Um, yeah, I don't really have any more movies scheduled in the pipeline for you guys. I think Bullet Train would be the next one. but That's not for a couple weeks, so honestly, I have no clue. I, I think I might have the topic for next week's episode. I said I would take a break, but I actually came up with one I could do, so uh, look out for that. I'll tease that towards the end of the episode. But... Um, yeah you know i've just been catching up on um some tv shows you know still watching westworld uh finished episode four um season yeah season four great stuff it's uh really just picking up steam and i I want the novelty of this show to last so i hope by season five they end this thing and you know uh we can go out on a high note but uh for right now it's still awesome and then The one-two punch uh, is that you watch Westworld on Sunday night and then you watch Better Call Saul on Monday. So, yes, uh, for the past couple Mondays, I've been watching Better Call Saul. My God. Like, just what an incredible show. I, I told you guys last week, and I'll say it again, what's really great about this show is that it's a prequel. And usually with prequels, it's like, well, what are the stakes? What will make us care about characters that we know the fates to? it's because this has incredible writing incredible performances you don't care it's amazing to me that like even though we know where Saul Goodman's going well at least we know for the most part we are still invested in his life and his his uh you know things that he gets caught up in and this last episode was the most devastating thing to happen the entire series where we see the transformation between uh, Jimmy McGill to Saul Goodman, and it is so depressing, because now you realize, oh my God, he's in full hack mode, because of this certain event, I'm like, I just feel so deeply for this man, because like, yes, he's got issues, but like, he's, he's still a good, there's a good man in his heart somewhere, he's just now stripped that away, and like, he's going full on. Saul Goodman, and it was just super sad to see. So, yeah, really great episode. But the thing is, now we're in, you know, I'm not spoiling anything, but now we're kind of advanced in the timeline. We have four more episodes left. Crazy. So looking forward to that every single Monday. I know the Emmys, were were the Emmy noms last week or this week? I forgot, um, but I I liked, you know, most of the nominations that were – uh, announced and everything, uh, I'll be watching the Emmys, uh, this year for the first time, I think ever, (laughs) I don't really watch the Emmys, but, um, yeah, I'm gonna watch it this year, really excited to see, uh, who wins, because now I'm watching a little bit more TV, I'm a little bit more invested in the, uh, the nominees, but, yeah, uh, Better Call Saul was, speaking of that, was also nominated for quite a bit, and I really hope this second half of the season, um, I think it would technically... Count for next year? I'm not really sure how the rules work because it's still technically the continuation of a season. But I I don't know the deadline rules or anything. But, uh, yeah, Better Call Saul, fantastic. Check that one out. And, of course, Breaking Bad, as you guys all know. Um, Watching Solar Opposites on Hulu. Funny show from the creators of – well, one of the creators of Rick and and Morty. Um, It still has, has the same zany energy. As Rick and Morty is just really creative and just really just fun and really smart at times on how um, crazy they can get with their stories and their A storyline, their B storyline, it's good stuff. So Solar Opposites really great. Um, Only murders in the building, continuing that, and then what we do in the shadows. I think started last week uh, or, or something, and I I just love this show. I could watch. A thousand hours of the show and never get tired of it. It's just always comfort food. It's fun. It's funny. Um, And the comedic timing on all three or all four of the uh, performers is impeccable. So yeah, watching that and then that's pretty much it. Um, Not really starting anything new per se. Kind of rewatching The Office right now Um, just as kind of like a a nice like, you know, uh, a, a lighter thing to watch before bed. Um, so yeah, enjoying the rewatch on that, and that's about it, that's all I've been really catching up on, and like I said, I really have nothing in the pipeline for you guys, uh, nope was my last thing I had lined up, so I'll figure it out, but I'll tease the next week's episode, and hopefully Bullet Train will be after that, but then after that, it'll be kind of like the wild, wild west, I'll just be kind of figuring out on a weekly basis on what I can do for you guys, so, um, yeah, that's that's what's been going on with that, um, uh, before we get into nope, um, let me, let's just dive into Jordan Peele for a little bit um, and kind of talk about his his career briefly and just like where where we're at with this because this is insane to me. You know, when I was a kid, you know, and a teenager watching Comedy Central and stuff, like you had your South Park, you had the Daily Show, and you had like Reno 911, and you had like the popular shows on that channel, but nothing was a force in nature like Key and Peele. Key and Peele just dominated. Like, every single sketch they did was a viral clip. Like, you could take e- each each individual skit and make it viral. Like, that's how powerful and that's how much outreach that they had as a duo. And so I remember just like, man, these two guys are really funny. Like, I want to do comedy and film. And so these guys are really inspiring to me. And, like, they are uh, motivating me to want to do that stuff. And so, you know, when Get Out came out, you're like, wait, the Jordan Peele is going to be doing this? okay let's see where this goes and so uh it was incredible it got Daniel Kaluuya an Oscar nom um for that film uh Jordan Peele won for best original screenplay it was a force of nature and of course Us was a great follow-up so it's just amazing to me to see where this guy's career was and is going and it's just he's really just finding his own path and I, I really love that and so Jordan, if you ever listen to this, because I know that you probably listen to this in your downtime. If you're listening to this, please, just continue to make movies. Find any way to make them. Uh, I can't wait until your next one goes into pr- to production. Um, I hope they announce it soon, especially since Nope is about to release. Like, He's probably got so many original ideas uh, under his belt. Like, He's probably just like, I'm ready to explore it, just someone give me money for it. So, um, Yeah, I, 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 I look forward to see where he goes in his career, but... Yeah, I will never ever forget my first experience with Get Out in a, a filled audience as well as us. I saw it both, both at the Alamo Draft House, and they were both like full screenings. Just really great, intense theatrical experiences with some really powerful performances. Um, it was just kind of unique, and that's what's great about Jordan Peele is that he always makes unique films that are, are specifically spoken by him. He's really standing out on his own as a, a true auteur and filmmaker. And he, he's a great filmmaker in terms of, <clears throat> excuse me, where he can create these scary, suspenseful popcorn flicks that people can go and enjoy for entertainment, but also they're thought provoking. They pick your brain a little bit, they have a lot of commentary underneath, and you can really dissect them and figure out what Jordan is trying to say. Um, and. People will have different theories and everything. Like, that's what I love. He just brings people together to talk about movies. Like, what, what's not the love? I mean, Jordan Peele is also a movie lover just like us. And so he's making movies that will make us fall in love with movies over and over again. And that is what makes him so special uh, as a filmmaker. So, yeah, I, uh, I really enjoyed his career. Um, enjoyed his two previous films. Enjoyed his comedy career. Um, he's killing it. So I, I really hope that he just continues to do what he's doing. So speaking of that, he has continued to do what he's doing. And his third film, Nope, uh, opens up this Friday in theaters, July 22nd. So when we come back from the break, I'm going to be talking about Nope in a non-spoiler section and a spoiler section and just have a full-on discussion about it. So, uh, yeah, when we come back, we'll discuss that. See you then. And welcome back from the break. Let's not waste any more time and let's talk about Nope. Now This is the third film from writer and director Jordan Peele. And so this one comes to us from Universal Pictures and it drops in theaters this Friday, July 22nd. If you want to watch this movie, regardless of what I'm about to say. So what is this movie about? Well, Nope uh, tells the story of the residents living in a lonely gulch Um <clears throat> What's going on everyone and welcome to another movie review channel i'm chase let's talk about one so the one i want to review right now is nope now this is the third film uh, from writer and director jordan Peele, and it comes to us from universal pictures and it drops in theaters this friday july 22nd if you want to watch this movie regardless of what i'm about to say so what is this movie about the residents of a lonely gulch in inland california bear witness to an uncanny and chilling discovery so, you know, going into this, I was super excited for it. I love me some Jordan Peele uh, films. Uh, Get Out was amazing. Of course, got Daniel Kaluuya a Oscar nomination for his role in that film. And Jordan Peele won the Oscar for Best Original Screenplay. And, of course, Us what was his follow-up film, was also fantastic and gave us some really incredible performances from Lupita Nyong'o and Winston Duke. I will always remember my theater experience with that movie, including uh, Get Out. So I was looking forward to this one. And what I've really liked about the marketing with this film is that really kind of keeps the mystery under wraps. It keeps everything close to the vest. And I think that's really genius because they did the same thing for Get Out and they did the same thing for us. And so when you get there, you think you know what the basic story is gonna be, but it really just kind of takes you on a journey. And that's what Jordan Peele does. He really kind of subverts your expectations, throws a lot of stuff at you, And really just kind of makes it into a unique um, journey that only Jordan Peele can provide. So that's what I love about his movies. And he's also the master at creating awesome popcorn flicks that you can just sit down and enjoy while also picking your brain at the same time. And so uh, he can balance all that. He's just an incredible filmmaker. So going into this one, super excited. And after watching it, I really like it i think he's three for three uh i want to see this man just do more more original stuff like this um i hope his next one is just so weird and off the wall that it doesn't even look or even sound like get out us or nope i want him to keep continue making movies because if he can just make stuff like this and just surprise you every single time like this and just uh have a really great movie under his belt he's doing great But yeah, I I think he's three for three. Nope is a fantastic film. And I feel like the more times I watch it, I think I'll pick up on the nuances a little bit more and I'll pick up on some of the other hints that he kind of has permeated throughout his films. Uh, That's what's really great about Get Out and Us is the more times you rewatch it, the more things you can kind of pick up on. And it's just the the levels of genius that he has just kind of toppling on top of each other. And um, um, that's what also just makes him an incredible filmmaker. So yeah, so... Really like, nope, um, can't wait to rewatch it. And so let's start with Jordan Peele. What Jordan Peele does here, as he does with Get Out and Us, is that he has the ability to create this sense of mystery, this sense of suspense, and be intense to its core and just provide this amazing thrill ride from start to finish. And so you really just feel like you're watching a really suspenseful alien flick and it's in the middle of the summer it feels like this epic blockbuster on a small scale budget or at least like a small-ish scale budget he just has a really great popcorn flick under his hands with this plain and simple at its core while also at the same time he can provide um levels of humor to break away from the tension and also provide like this sense of reality and groundedness to it when these characters are in these intense situations and some just don't know how to act and cope with it, what they do is they will say something funny to break that. And I feel like it's a very realistic approach to if this situation were to happen and aliens were to come to Earth, people would act like this. And so I think the, the levels of humor to break away from all that is really nice. And then also with the commentary that he has kind of sprinkled on top of it. So I thought the balancing of genres... And tones and atmospheres and really creating this sense of danger and and threat level even though we are focused on one little area of the globe it's outstanding it feels epic in scale but also small scale at the same time with these you know literally you know few people fighting for their lives but it feels like the world is at stake and like they have to save it and like i really like that kind of ambitious nature to it while also just like i said providing Really great characters to follow and have them break away from from tension with humor and um, um, just having them be heroic. And just you want to go along with their journey because, like, they're you want them to stop this threat that's uh, looming over them. So, um, yeah, I thought Jordan Peele did a fantastic job kind of navigating story and just juggling all these things together and providing a really unique experience. And I forgot to mention earlier, uh, I will uh, break this up into a uh, non spoiler section for the first half. In a second half, I will do a spoiler section. Not really a lot to discuss, but I wanted to touch upon a couple things um, and see if that's what Jordan Peele was going for. But um, yeah, so I'll get I'll get to that in a second. But back to Jordan Peele. Another thing I really liked about him um, was the sense of see. Uh, the, what, what, I just lost my train of thought a sense of mystery where like you don't know what you're looking at. You can't really see anything, but like, that's what makes it even scarier. There's a couple sequences in this film that kind of reminded me of, uh, Jonathan Glazer's under the skin. One of my favorite films of all time about an alien, uh, played by Scarlett Johansson and the way Glazer in that film portrayed how aliens, um, attack humans and their prey and like suck the meat out of them and, how it's like on this like weird conveyor belt that like goes to like this main room in the ship. It's super surreal. It's fantastical. It's it's unsettling. And I thought he really applied those techniques to like this film as well. And uh, really had this like sense of just terror and just un, unnerving uh, atmosphere with stuff that we can't even see. And so... I thought he did a really great job at that. Like The less that you show, the better. Because if you can have impeccable sound design and music and just atmosphere, it's way scarier than actually seeing what it is. And he does that several times in this. And once again, just another layer on how he is a genius filmmaker. Um, and to kind of peel off from that, I didn't mean to do that pun, but to kind of go off from that and talk about it from a technical perspective... This film looks beautiful. It was filmed on IMAX cameras. Uh, the cinematographer is... Um, I got... Uh, sorry, give me a couple seconds here. I got IMDb up. Uh, Where's he at? Where's he at? Uh, Hoy, uh, Von H- uh, Um, He is a prolific cinematographer. Uh, When you want to think about uh, his work that he's done with like Christopher Nolan, like on Dunkirk and Interstellar and even on Ad Astra, which is a a space film with Brad Pitt, which I think is very underrated. No one ever really talks about that film. Uh, Just once again, just beautiful. Just showcasing how wide and epic this story is and how how small these humans are and how how big the alien ship is and how uh, going up against this seems impossible but the adventure is just so thrilling. Like you, you root for these heroes to take it down. And I think showcasing that with IMAX cameras and just in the, this very wide anamorphic um, uh, view to it, it's breathtaking. And just showcasing like the mountains and um, just the, the wide landscape that the, these humans are on and the horses and like the aliens, like everything about it, like, I just, I love the way um, it was shot. It's just so engaging and just so uh, enthralling uh, to look at. So, uh, from that technical level, it looks amazing. Sound wise. It's also amazing. The sound design is, is impeccable. It's uh, frightening, it's chilling. Um, every time when the aliens would arrive, it would be, uh, um, uh, what am I trying to say? Like the, the sound would kind of dip out, go silent and then kind of like come back up. Like it, it was just really great control, uh, on how the, the sound kind of enhanced the narrative. So I really uh, enjoyed it from that technical perspective as well. So I think Jordan Peele, uh, with the uh, collaboration with all the people on his team, they created a really great experience. Um, So to get to some of the performances, uh, Kiki Palmer is my favorite. Uh, I think she's a really kind of goofy and lovable uh, type of person. She's got so much bubbly personality in this film. Like you definitely want to follow her and um, uh, her and her brother to the finish line. Uh, Daniel Cuglio plays her brother. They have a really great brother-sister uh, dynamic. I thought it was really touching like towards the end. On how they really just had this uh, unspoken bond. That they rarely talk about. But they had that brother brotherly sister bond. Which I really appreciated. And then Stephen Yen uh, really. Not in it that much. But a really kind of powerful. Kind of injection into the story. And like. Just showcasing a side of humanity. That would probably happen if aliens were to come here and how they would make it into a spectacle and how they would monetize it and how they would um, treat it like a circus act. And, you know, this film starts out with a a quote about spectacle and how we as humans like spectacle, even if it's vile and disgusting and abhorrent. It's just, like, there's something about, you know... The expression, what is it, like, there's a car crash happening and, like, I can't look away. It's just there's something about spectacle that we just like as as humans and they kind of showcase that throughout this and um uh i really thought that was amazing for his character and i mentioned the the commentary that jordan peele has in this film the main commentary that i took away from it is that how we treat animals and how we think that we can contain predators that in their nature and DNA go after a prey like us, yet we think we can tame them because we think we're the grand poomba of species. When in reality, if you push that to the limit, it could bite back. And we just don't learn from those mistakes. And we, we keep egging things on and we, we think that we know everything. We know um, how to do things. It's just like, we don't. We're humans, we, we're stupid sometimes, we make mistakes. And so I thought that was an interesting commentary to really kind of be highlighted as the main thing in this film um, was animal treatment and how we treat other species and even treat ourselves and other people with kindness and empathy and not treat people like caged animals or treat animals like caged animals. I don't know. There was like this sense of like how we treat just other things on earth whether it be people, animal, whatever, like, we're all on the same floating rock. Kind of like, you know, just having this sense of just community, I guess, like, instead of treating things like animal, I, I don't know. I, I think that's what he was going for, um, but I, 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 really, I really like that kind of um, uh, sentiment to it just because the opening of the film is so chilling and it just kind of makes you think, like, wow, we are kind of dicks to animals. This is, yep. mm -hmm. So, uh, yeah, I thought that commentary was really great. And then when I get to the spoiler section here in a minute, I'll discuss the ending of the film and what I think uh, another bit of commentary he was trying to um, address. But definitely the animal thing caught me off guard, but I really like that. It kind of tells me that Jordan Peele is a really big animal lover and um, also just, I think how other people treat other people and people treat animals and like, Really just kind of delivering this, I don't know, just really this sense of, like, kindness and empathy that we should all learn to, like, achieve in life and not, you know, be like these people um, in, in the film that uh, treat others with disrespect, I guess. I guess that's what I was trying to go for. But, yeah, I I, I really like that. It was a really kind of subtle but very powerful, especially since it opens with it. Um but yeah, I, I really like this one quite a bit. Uh, it's a really great alien film. Leaves a lot of mystery and just things that we don't see that makes it even more terrifying. Great popcorn flick. But also, there's a, there's so much underneath this film that I definitely am excited to hear theories about and have people open up with online and be like, Hey, I think this is what this means. Or this is what this means. This is what Jordan was trying to go for. I love all that. It brings everyone together as a a film loving community. And we just have fun discussing the thing that we love, which is movies. And Jordan Peele does that. He starts conversation. And I love that because then everyone's got different perspectives on different things. um, And that's once again, another layer to his genius. Um, so yeah, that's my non-spoiler review of Nope. Um, really like it. Can't wait to rewatch it. Um, I think he's three for three, and he's doing a great job. I just want to see whatever you want to do, uh, Jordan Peele. Do whatever you want. You got my permission. Yeah, you listen to me. You got my permission uh, to do whatever. You want. He's like, nah, man. I've already got like three other films in the pipeline. But yeah, I hope uh, I hope Universal gets uh, gets to moving on his next project because uh, I want to see it now. I want to see it now. So. Yeah, let me know down below what you thought of Nope. Um, and yeah, we can discuss like theories and stuff, um, or whatever you know, questions you have or whatever. I would like to discuss it because I, I want to know people's perspective on it because I've seen a lot of critics really love it. I've seen a lot of critics think it's okay. Disappointment, like so, it's kind of like all over the place. But even the ones that really like it, like wh- I saw this uh, this morning on, on Twitter, William Bibbiani, who I, I really respect as a critic, he said this is an instant classic. Like, those are some big words right there, but then I've seen other people that follow say it's a disappointment. So I really like it. I would love to rewatch it. I might think it's like a classic after a second rewatch, but I just. Jordan Peele has the rewatchability factor. He just does. Like, you just want to rewatch his films and pick apart little things that you miss and like different nuances and stuff. It's really fun. Uh, And he really makes film engaging because he is a film lover. So, um,. Yeah, I uh, I really like it. And so I'm going to give you guys a fair warning right now. I'm going to dive into the spoiler section. not going to be very long, but I just want to talk about a couple things. So here we go. Three, two, one. Spoilers. The one thing I really liked about it the most was how it bookended the entire story. You know, it starts out with Kiki Palmer's character telling this film crew that the first ever motion picture in history was a two-second clip of a black man riding a horse. And uh, I thought it was really kind of poetic and beautiful. To kind of see the ending of the film. Where the whole point of the movie is that they're trying to capture evidence of these aliens on, on camera. So at the the climax of the film when the, the alien ship is about to open up and like swallow up this uh, giant inflatable cowboy. <laughs> um, she captures it on camera. And at the very end there's a news crew there. She's about to go talk to him. And she just has this huge smile on her face. Because she just realized that she's going to be the first person to ever document in clear HD vision of an alien ship and she is a black woman and th- that's super significant because that that provides legacy for her and her family and her name and just seeing that smile on her face and that joy provide me with joy and so I, I really like that it was just a very powerful bookend um so I really appreciate that the second thing is the big reveal of like the ship, in its true colors. and its true form. So throughout the entire film. We have a circular disc flying around. As we see with most UFOs in movies. So in its final form. It like provides like this. Like long white cloak. With like almost like a hood over it. And I thought to myself. I think this is. The KKK. Or at least like a representation. Of the KKK. And how. They have been uh, a disgusting force throughout our history um, going after people of color. because throughout this entire film, this alien ship is like constantly on this small little area where it's primarily people of color. So I don't know if like that's what he was going for, because it definitely it makes sense to me because the way they defeat this ship, it pops like a balloon basically. So I thought that was the allegory with like, oh, like the KKK is like this, this big threatening presence that we all see with their white hoods, but deep inside, maybe scared, hollow, afraid, like little boys, basically, and little girls and just insecure people. And so if that's what he was going for, oh yeah, that was great. That was basically like a a kick in the crotch. Uh, to everyone in the KKK organization. And Jordan Peele did, did that. So I don't know if that's what he was going for. But I kind of got the sense of that. So there you go. Um, yeah, so uh, I, that that was basically it in terms of spoilers. Um, I mentioned the opening being like really chilling and stuff. And that had to do with this chimpanzee like um, losing it. And basically killing everyone on this like television set. And it was one of the most disturbing things I've seen in quite some time, and especially how it plays out throughout the entire film. Jordan Pill really outdid himself in terms of uh, um, up in the ante from, like, just making you feel super uncomfortable <laughs> and, like, super disturbed uh, from the previous two films. But, yeah, what a powerful opening. And how it just kind of, like, trickled in throughout the narrative and how it connects to, like, Stephen Yin's character and just all, all that. I, I just... Uh, Oh, man, I'm going to be thinking about that for for days, um, maybe weeks, maybe months. Maybe it'll hit my top 10 of the year. Who knows? And that is my thoughts on Nope. What did you guys think about the film? Would, would you like it? Did you love it? Did you hate it? Did you think it was just okay? Disappointment? Uh, did you think it was like one of the best movies you've ever seen? Let me know all that down below. And one of my favorite headlines for um, the uh, critics out there on Twitter, I know it's very simple. It's very stupid of me to laugh at this. But when I saw someone say like, Nope is a yep. I was like, cool. I got a chuckle out of that. Thank you. Uh, But yeah, I thought that was the funniest one. But uh, yeah, so let me know down below what you think of Nope. Next week for episode 366, um, I have decided to bump it up a month early. I typically do this every year. And since I have nothing coming out next week that I really want to review, I'm just going to do the fall movie preview. Let's talk about it. Let's just go full on. Into Oscar season mode. And I'm also going to just include August. Because why not? So the fall season plus August. So August, September, October, November, December. Let's just talk about what's coming out for the Oscars. What has potential awards consideration. What am I looking forward to the most. I'm excited to talk about that with you guys. So just be a full on uh, fall movie discussion. So look forward to that for episode 366. But for this week, episode 365 is in the bag. Thank you for joining me on this wonderful episode of the Real Me and Cold Movie Podcast. I'm your host, Chase Lee. And, you know, hey, listen, whether you listen to this day or night or whenever, you guys are awesome. Spread this around. Let people know this is your favorite movie podcast to listen to. You guys are amazing once again. Thank you for indulging, indulging me on my random conversations I have in my apartment, <laughs> recording these things. So, uh, yeah, I'll see you guys next week for another episode of the Real Me Cold Movie Podcast. And goodbye.